Today's episode of The Thriller Zone with David Temple is sponsored by The Story Factory and the visionary genre-bending debut novel Grand Theft AI by James Cox. The Matrix meets Blade Runner. Grand Theft AI is available now for pre-order from your favorite bookseller. Welcome to The Thriller Zone. I'm your host, David Temple. So good to have you here. This is a podcast where we feature the best thriller writers in the world and give you a front row seat. How about that? Can't do that many places. That's why this place is the place. All right. On today's show, Samantha M. Bailey has a book called Watch Out For Her. And folks, I'm going to tell you right now, this is one of the most fun podcasts I've had in a while. They're all fun, yes. Do I exaggerate? Not really. This one is what I would call nearly off the hook. And and you'll find out quickly why. I'm gonna stop talking and just get right to the fun. And as you'll see, I don't I don't think I edit anything out of this entire show because it's that much fun. Please welcome Sam Bailey, author of Watch Out for Her, right here on the Thriller Zone. I'm adding you to my stream, girl. Hey, good morning, good morning. Good morning. I need my coffee with your radio voice here. You've got the radio voice as <laughs> seen and heard right here. Hold, wait Broadcast- for it, wait for it, wait for it. Broadcasting from Southern California, it's the Thriller Zone with David Temple. Bam! <laughs> I could do better. <laughs> Let's do it one more time just because it's so good. Hold on. Broadcasting from Southern California, it's The Thriller Zone with David Temple. Bam! (laughs) I loved doing that so much. I loved you doing that so much. Yeah, if, you know, once once all the next books I have to write are done, I, I would love to get into voice work. It's fun. It's not only fun, it's, uh, you know, I, my background, you may or may not know, is radio. So it's, to me, it's always been the best way to make a living ever. Yeah. yeah. But then, but to do it, like I started looking into it, I was going to contact you, but then mm-hmm. yeah, things got so busy with writing because I was like, then you have to get a voice agent and you got to make demos and you got to, it's like going into, a, it's a whole career. Yes. So you have, you have two careers. I don't know. I have three careers. You have three. What's your third career? Okay, so I'm writing, I'm yeah. podcasting, and I'm voiceover. Yeah. And you do voiceovers. Yeah. Commercials, yeah, audiobooks. Yeah. 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 I don't know how you do that. Writing is is so all consuming that it's just it's too much. Well, I know I'm gonna dig into this when we get in this in the room, you know, really get going because we're still in the green room. Is this this is not live on Facebook, is it? Oh my God! Yes, we're live right now. No, because no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't promote it today, so I just want to make sure we're not uh, like we're recording. Yeah, quick note: I Facebook scares me. I don't under. I, I don't under. I sound like an old man. I don't understand it. It's this technology. I don't get. I know. Mm. I know. Well, I'll tell you, Twitter scares the life out of me just because people are so gross. <laughs> <laughs> If you go down the political uh, <laughs> path, it can get, which I don't generally play in that sandbox, but I went no. down recently and I looked at it. I'm like, it's vitriolic rage for most of people who, by, yeah. by the way, don't have a life. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's, it's even the, the, the author stuff. Like there's so, there's so many attacks on authors and, and pe- like, it's just, I know, thank you. You say one, like you just can't say anything before somebody like it's anyway no it just scares the life out of me you're on instagram right yeah i like instagram i'm on facebook too actually i don't mind facebook because i can control it with my friend list sort of right um and instagram is is pictures so it's pretty (laughs) we like instagram because it's pretty We yeah, don't and- like Insta- uh, Twitter because it's mean. Exactly. <laughs> and Facebook, the nice thing about Facebook is they just own all your information and sell it to all third world countries. I mean, that's the other oh side. So I don't have my own TikTok account because just I can't. But, but I love to go on there. Oh, my God. The videos are addictive. But the second I think something, I suddenly get it on, on my feed. 
in TikTok. Like I will literally think, oh, I want a pastrami sandwich. And suddenly all the, the videos that I will see will, are about pastrami sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. They really are doing a mind meld, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's really scary. Like I have to do this really dark, dirty research for my next book. And I do it incognito, but yeah. clearly I'm still being tracked because I suddenly get all this like kink stuff on my on my TikTok. Well, uh, I'm happy to share a couple things because I uh, I I play on the dark web from time to time, uh, and I do that for research for my, one of my uh, one of my own books. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what we all say, right? No, actually, I do. I, I had a book that I was writing during COVID, and it was basically a political thriller, and it was dark and nasty. And I know how to get on the dark web and maneuver through there, and how to do it safely. Yeah. And uh, the 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 bad news is, I never put the book out because um, so much of the stuff came true. It was just too. <laughs> Um, but I can tell you that there are browsers that you must use. And uh, one is common knowledge and it's called Tor, T-O-R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You got to use that. You can't you can't play around there with any other browser. Yeah. It's muy dangeroso. Yeah, I'm so scared to even install Tor because then I'm scared. Like just all that stuff scares me so much. But I should. I know. I've heard of Tor. Um, yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. So you're telling me that you're scared of the dark web, and yet you will walk in blindly with a standard browser. I know. I know. I'm. I'm so strange. I'm so strange. I. There I are so many. Have... I know. I'm. I'm a Gemini, so I have this kind of dual personality where <sighs> I want the world to be like all happiness and light and love, and then. I write, you know, really dark stuff. So it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm a walking, a walking conundrum. Conundrum. <laughs> I used to date a Gemini and she was, uh, she also, sadly, I did not learn this till later, was manic, depressive and bipolar. I could see that. So I, I was always saying that. I was partying with four people at a time. Yeah. 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 I'm lucky that mine is mostly stable. Yeah. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> But for sure, I have I have the two sides to me, 100%. Yeah. Well, and Gemini is one thing and bipolar is another. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. All right, first of all, I'm going to get this. By the way, welcome to the Thriller Zone. Oh, yeah, right. Hi, thank you so much. You're not going to, this is not all that stuff that you're going to Yeah, edit all out, of right? it is, no, yes. No. Once you agree to it, you're. it's all in. You know me, come on, that's part of the thing. <laughs> what you say goes out. All right. <laughs> Watch out for her and watch out for her, folks, because this this girl right here, well, I can't tell if I'm whatever. Yeah, I know, um, I know. I get disinfarculated. Uh this this <laughs> we're gonna get to this book, which was a hell of a lot of fun. Thank you. Uh, as my stepson would say, hella fun. Hella so, fun. Hella fun. Thank you. But first I do want to do this now that we're gonna be official. Yeah. Uh Oh, first of all, I do want to say um, my friends from the South are reminding me right now, like I didn't know it was fall. David, you should see the colors. They're so beautiful and vibrant and so fantastic. The colors are changing. I'm like, it is fall. That does happen. <laughs> but in Southern California, here in San Diego, that doesn't really quite happen. So I want to ask, what is it now looking like in my one of my favorite cities in the whole world, Toronto? Oh, is this one of your favorite cities? Oh, okay, so mine too. Although I must it. say that uh, California is one of my favorite places in the world. I why not? Yeah, I would if if uh, my parents weren't just around the corner, my kids weren't you know still in in school. I would I would move there. Um, so what's it like now here in Toronto? Well, yeah. the fall in Toronto is bonkers. One day it will be there's frost. It will you know be zero degrees. And you're so cold that you're putting on, you know, your puffer and your toque. Um, you know what a toque is, right? Like it's a little, a little hat. So. And uh, your puffer is the puffy jacket. Is the puffy jacket. Yeah, and puffy jacket and a toque? You and call a toque. It a toque. And you're starting to scrape your car off a bit with the frost. So Wait, that that's scraping be... your car off? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to, it's too easy. 
That's what you did, though. That's how I scraped the car off, man. Um, so I'm scraping the car on. I'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. You cannot put that on online. Anyway. Oh, it is. Oh, God. Oh. Anyway, so now I'm totally Why am I blushing? I'm, blu- I'm, I'm blushing. I'm and you're- back, back to the dark web and my searches. No. So anyway, you're, you're, you're scraping your car off. And it's freezing. Yes. And then like, so, and the weekend and today uh, was so incredibly warm. Yesterday must have hit 20 degrees Celsius, which in Fahrenheit is something. So (laughs) something nice. And it was so warm that it was back to like, you know, tank tops and, and shorts. So it's amazing. But then people start getting sick because of the, you know, the weather's changing, but the colors are so gorgeously vibrant. Yeah, the you know, oranges and the reds and the yellows and the trees are just full of these beautiful leaves. And it is it's one of I love uh really hot weather. I hate winter, mm-hmm. but if it's 20 degrees and the colors look the way they look now, then mm-hmm. I'm so happy. The sun is shining and it feels so good to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, funny that you're bringing this up because it's going to be up and later in uh, rapid fire questions. If you've heard the show, you know about that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, in case you're wondering, 20 Celsius is 68 Fahrenheit. It doesn't Whether sound to- as good in Fahrenheit. 20 to me, it, it's like summer, but 68 is like cool. And, and so let's go with Celsius. Yeah. Well, with 20, it always sounds like, oh, that is cold. <laughs> because 20 is down there in the bottom. It's like, oh, I mean, so now. What's, what's the temperature like where you, like now where you are? Oh, hold on a second. A weather forecast for today from the AccuWeather <laughs> forecast. The, voice. The, ex, the expected high will be 72. Right now uh, it's 58 and sunny in San Diego. <sighs> yeah, it's 58 sunny. Humidity 57%. Winds out of the southwest at two knots. I, yeah, I, it's nice. I used to go to California every January with um, six other uh, close author friends. And we'd rent a beach house for a week in in Santa Cruz to, to write, (laughs) to write, which really meant drink, laugh, talk, but we would, we'd write and we'd brainstorm and read each other chapters and critique each other. It was incredible. And I haven't been in three years because of the pandemic. And I miss it. I just, I miss California so much. Well, Santa Cruz is nice. San Diego is what what we call heaven year round. Mm. Now, if you, uh, and we're going to get serious here, folks, in case you're wondering, where's this going? Um, (laughs) We're talking about the weather. It's so bad. I know it's okay. But here, uh, here's the thing. It's like this every single, pretty much every single day. If you're okay with morning, they call it, um, they call it, uh, oh, marine layer. Uh, AKA fog, but it's marine layer. So it's foggy in the morning, but it burns off by, you know, 11 o'clock. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, I love Toronto. However, the the coldest winter outside of when I had a radio show in Chicago, the coldest winter I ever lived through was Toronto in February. And it was, oh, it was so cold. And I said, no, thank you. I'll only go in the fall and summer. February is the worst time to come here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 really, really horribly bone chilling cold. Okay, Elmore Leonard says don't start a book with weather. However, he didn't say a damn thing about podcasts, so we're good. <laughs> I think it happens when you get older. I don't know why the weather is is so interesting to talk about. It's not that we don't have other things to talk about. It's that <laughs> it 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 regulates our emotions. It's that so, in. Sam, I don't know about you, but this elbow, oh when I play pickleball, yes. Jesus, yes. it just hurts so much. Yes, yeah, so when I walk downstairs and my old running injury, you know, starts flaring up and I think, no, 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 this is not happening. And at 24, I mean, come on, you're still complaining about this. <laughs> at 24, I will be 50 in May. 50. This is really good lighting. Either that or it's just the cold, the cold Toronto chill that preserves us well. 50. I don't know. Yeah. In There's May. no May. way. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, kind man. 
<laughs> no, listen, and I saw you at Thriller Fest, which is my next question, because we're actually going to talk about, you know, things like books and stuff. But um, I met you and I'm like, oh, my God, she, how did she get this success? What is she like, 27, 28? Look at her. Bam. Okay. So you are so good. <laughs> so good. Thank you. Because it took 20, 20 years. I started this journey at the age of 29. And it took, yeah, it took almost 20 years. So I was about 46, 45, 46 when Woman on the Edge, my, my debut came out. At Thriller Fest, I was so happy just to be there. That panel that I was on with the most illustrious authors, I mean, we had Lisa Unger, we had Sean Cosby, we had Joseph Finder, Aaron Philip Clark. I mean, that was on that panel. I think it did reduce my, my age by probably 20 years because I just felt... It felt, it felt incredible. I was going to say, my opening line was going to be, what have you been doing since that standing room only crowd at Thriller Fest where they were all chanting, Sammy. That's Sammy. not what they were doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. They were not there for me, but I so appreciated those, those people who came for me as friends to support me. And then everyone else in that room. Um, Lisa Gardner, Lisa Gardner was in that audience and I just kept, she was nodding when I would, she, I don't, I don't think she knew, knew who I was before. And when I was answering the questions and she would nod and smile, she was my, my, you know, beacon of light as was Jennifer Hillier, who is oh. a very good friend of mine. I know, I know Jennifer Hillier is just, she's a goddess. And she was my other beacon of light. I was toggling between the two of them to get the, the confidence to, you know, to be on this panel. See, in all this time, I thought you were looking, I was sitting right behind them. I thought you were thinking, oh yeah, that, that, that's a cute guy there. I must be doing okay, yeah. <laughs> I was, Honey? yes, yeah. yes. Honey, no, I'm, I was. I'm kidding. I, okay. I, I absolutely was, I absolutely was. No, yeah. when you came up to me after, that was all, I knew who you were, of course, I'd known your podcast and, and your voice and I was just, I, I also have to say at that panel, shout out to John Lindstrom, actor and author John Lindstrom, who I be, you know, became friendly with after that panel because he came up and I tried so hard to play it cool. And he introduced himself. And, and I think the first thing out of my mouth was, I know who you are. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so it was just that whole, that whole experience at Thriller Fest was, was an, it was a dream. It was a dream. It was a 20 year dream. It was absolutely fascinating. Oh, that was one of my favorite panels, and maybe the maybe the shouting was Shawnee, Sean. I I think I think it definitely was. Oh my gosh, Sean Sean Cosby. Yeah, has got to be the one of the nicest, most welcoming, warmest, talented authors I've ever met in my life. His success is so incredibly well deserved, and he's just he's just such a nice person. He is. He is nice, except he will not return my phone calls trying to get him on the show. So I don't know how nice of a guy he is. He's Honey, so would you nice. try him again? He's so nice. He's so busy. He's so busy, right? I know. Award-winning, but like, you know, best-selling. Well, let's talk about you. What are you working on, uh, right? I know you're freelance editing, freelance writing. Uh, we're, and we're gonna, we're still going to get to this. we got plenty of time, uh, at least 22 minutes left. And uh, just kidding. Um what have you been working on outside of writing? And then we're going to get to what's coming next. But And then we're going to really dive into the raincoat Perfect. chick with her back to it. <laughs> the raincoat. The raincoat's a whole thing. Um, so I'm on, I, I, I do have a freelance editing company. I edit um, sorry, manuscripts for other authors and freelance journalism. But I've been on hi hiatus since mm. Woman on the Edge came out. And I'm focused full-time. On writing, I'm very, very, very lucky to be able to do that. Um, the audience embraced Woman on the Edge and made my dreams come true. And so yeah. I have been able to focus full time, but I'm I'm a work at home mom. I have two kids, 12 and 15. Um, so yeah, so, you know, trying to be as present as I can for them and as present in my own career. Um, I have been doing a lot of promo and events it has been amazing to meet and connect with so, so, so many podcasters and bookstagrammers, libraries, you know, bookstores. Yeah. Um, that's been awesome uh, across North America. I am 
writing like a fiend my next book on a uh, tight deadline. Now, I, in publishing, anyone who's in publishing knows that until something is officially announced, it is under wraps. So currently, um, my third book, News About It, is still under wraps. I will say that I... What's the title of it? <laughs> don't, I have to be so careful what I say. What's I can't it? tell you What's anything. I can't tell just you give anything. me a hint. Give me one word that's in it. Just one. Just one word. No, I can't because even, I think, you know, with titles, they they, they, they change and they shift. Both my other both my other titles for my books um, no, I get change, it. change. No, I get but it. I oh, will it looks say, like we're out of time. Oh, this is going to be such a long... Okay. Yeah. So I will say I wake up in the middle of the night because I'm consumed with this book. I'm always excited when I start something new, but this book has taken such a hold of me. I am so excited writing it. It is, again, every, every book is hard to write every book. Um, but the structure that <laughs> F me that I chose <laughs> On, on this book is it's quite tricky so the process is very tricky but I, I love the challenge of it so what I will say about it it is it is a thriller well <laughs> thank Jesus for that it's dark and a little dirty mm. and it is about uh in the broadest strokes about women seeking a life different than the ones that they have and all the danger and risks that ensue when somebody tries to do that and perhaps a little murder and perhaps a little murder <laughs> <laughs> oh that was awesome okay no you need to send me a recording of that laugh okay i'll give you plenty more yes so well as we talk about Watch out for her, folks. See, I can just use that as a watch out for her. <laughs> um, dang it, girl. I, I picked up this book. You know, I read a lot of books for the show and I picked it up. And I'm like, OK, well, this is going to be, you know, I probably probably got I'm going to be honest with you. I probably got an idea where this is going. Yeah, here we go. And like oh. out of the gate, out of the gate, I'm like, oh, OK, dang it. She's got me. Here's the opening line, folks. Bear with me. It's a long sentence. So hang on. I watch people. Yeah, there's the opening line. So instantly I'm like, okay, she bitch slapped me. Um, <laughs> watch people instantly. I want to be people. Watch for what? Watch people where? What is she watching? Why is she watching? Watch, 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 watch. And then one by one, I'm like, ooh, okay. And then my favorite thing is, so, okay, Sarah. Sarah's the main character. Watching, watching. What? Holly? Holly's watching, too? No, Holly. No, it's Holly before. And, and then it's Sarah. And then it's Sarah and Holly. And I know this has become kind of popular, bouncing between two points of view. But, boy, it was so cool. It's like getting, and I'm going to shut up in a second. It's, so, it's like getting two books at once. Thank you. It felt like writing two books at once. That That first line of three words took so long. I changed that first sentence over and over. I'm a huge rewriter. For me, all the magic is in the revisions. Sure. And so I rewrote and rewrote it. Um, and I, yeah, it, and it had to be both of their stories. There was no question that both of these women needed their own perspective. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and you think, oh, she's good and she's bad. Then later you go, oh, she's good and she's bad. And then you go, well, they're both kind of good and they're both kind of bad. <laughs> and you go. Bleh. Like, and, like people, right? Like anybody, like anybody. Well, yeah. Like, like exactly. And it was such a fun, I think the best word, like I often do this because I like you love editing. And I think the best way to get something across my own personal I'll write something down, like I'll write a review or, or I'll write a letter. I'll write you a letter one day and then I'll go, okay, that's too many words. 
And then I'll trim it down. I'm like, okay, well, what's, what's the real essence of the message? And then I'll trim it a little bit more. And then I'm like, okay, well, how do I just, how do I get Sam to realize that David really liked it for this reason? Without, what I liked about it, it was so fantastic and these great words and they were like nice people and beautiful this. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. It just seems funny. <laughs> but I always boil it down to outside of my favorite word, which is bam. Um, it's satisfying. Yes. Yes. This, the ending, the beginning was pulled me in, very satisfying. The full essence of the story back and forth and the wacky, wacky, wackadoo that's going on, still satisfying. And the ending, satisfying. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yeah. It means so much because the process is so arduous. Yeah. You know, as authors, we go through so much to produce a book, my God, so many drafts, so many edits, so much self-doubt and fear and second guessing. And then when you get to the end, and I, I wrote that during the pandemic with my kids at home. Wow. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was in that sense, the hardest, the hardest book I'll probably ever, ever write because um, I had no time or space for myself. I, again, was on a tight deadline. I had to, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. I had to write it um, whenever I could, waking up at 5 a.m., trying to fit it in. And I was just coming off, you know, Woman on the Edge. And um, I was I was so lucky and I'm so grateful um, for any success that that book achieved. But when you achieve any, any level of success, um, then there's, there's, worry that you're going to disappoint people. And, and, and so there was I, all of that went into it. And when I got to the end of the book, I, I, I felt very proud. The moment I felt very proud was the new, was the moment I knew that was the, it was over, that the book was over and I had to now hand it to my editor and it was going to go out into the world and it was going to belong to my readers to, to like, or not like, or what, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. they may think. Um, so to hear that it was satisfying is what I want more than anything. I want to provide, I'm a commercial fiction writer. I am a proud commercial fiction writer. I want to give people an escape. I want to entertain them. I want to scare them. I want to make them think and feel. And yes, I want them to be satisfied. See, so if you need a blurb for your next book, you can use me as the shortest one on the whole line. <laughs> David Temple, host of The Thriller Zone, says... Satisfying. <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna now put that. I'll put that under my bio and all my all my social media. Uh, Sam Bailey is quoted as saying, "David felt satisfied." <laughs> Wait, is this like cleaning the car window off? This no, is cleaning yeah. the car window off. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Let's. I, I want to. Right, I'm going to. I'm going to zoom back in because it always. This is that kind of warm, personal, fuzzy part. I want to get on the couch with you for a second and talk about what is it? Because you you've got really great insights. What is it about us writers that make us go, oh, what if it's not good? Oh, what if what if they don't like it? Oh, what if it just is a piece of shit? Oh my god! I mean, what is that really? Think I think about. it's any artistic, creative endeavor. I think it's because we want it so much. And when you want anything so much, first there's the fear that you're never gonna get it. Um, when you and and because our self-worth is so tied to our art, there's nothing we can do about it. We can try, we can try to separate our self-worth and who we are, our our identity is. As writers, you know, yes, we're maybe we're we're mothers, we're friends, we're daughters, we're wives, we're whatever. A lot of people have, have other jobs, whatever else we do, but our identity is writers. We breathe writing, we live it, and we bleed for our books. We tear our souls apart, so we put everything we have into it. Yeah, and it is very, very frightening to do that. To dig deep, to to crack our souls open for other people to judge is extremely difficult. The, these characters, they are not us. We are not writing about ourselves. We are, but we put ourselves into our work. 
Are you and sure? It is. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> asks me that. Everyone asks me that. No, I'm not Sarah. Uh, yes, what? yes, yes. Oh my God. No, I'm not Holly. Um, but of course there are elements of me in my characters. I think that's inevitable. I think, sure. um, you know, and, and I think there, there's, there's some, some melding and blurring of lines when you're writing fiction because to access characters authentically, we almost need to become these characters. And so, you know, it's, it, it, that's a whole process in itself. But I think the fear, the fear is so huge, which is why I think supporting each other, you know, having the, the, the writer community, the book community, uh, the thriller community, in my experience, is such an incredibly tight-knit, warm, um, celebratory, help each other, no competition, all camaraderie um, group of people because every single one of us understands that fear. Can I share with you something I've just kind of self-discovered recently <clears throat> and it lends itself to this discussion right here. And it's just an observa uh, observation I made recently, like on a whim. <clears throat> and that is this on weekends uh, I write and work uh from basically about four thirty, five o'clock in the morning till about five o'clock at night, Monday through Friday. So on weekends, I take the time off ish Saturday mornings. I treat myself cause I still get up at five o'clock, treat myself to writing on something that has nothing to do with anything. And I'll spend about an hour or two. Just, I'll just have coffee and just chill. And I'll just use that time to like free associate. And it's my own personal exercise. Here's my point though. I will take a random idea that maybe I had jotted down. I keep a notebook, a notebook nearby all the time or a phone and just kind of jot notes. I'm like, hey, what if, you know, because when people go, what do you write about? Where do you get your ideas? I'm like, uh, I have my eyes open on any given day and I just yes. pay attention to life. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And I say, uh, so I'll just jot that thing down. And then it, this is my point. On the weekend, generally on a Saturday, and I'll just write. I might write <clears> for 500, maybe 1,000, maybe 2,500 words. Not a big deal. Just exercising. But I do that to say to myself, see, there's no pressure. You can pull it out of thin air. You can write. There's nobody judging you. What the hell? Have fun. Yeah. And then I'll do that and I'll set it aside. And some, most of the time I'll come back later and I'll turn it into either a short story that's about you. I'm coming back to you. Short story or novella or whatever. But then I go, it doesn't matter if anybody doesn't like it because I enjoy the process, as you would say, Canadians, right? The process I love. And... That has given me so much freaking freedom to just, oh, I mean, does that make sense to you? I, so much sense because um, when you're, when you're writing on a deadline or you're writing uh, because of an outline, I write extremely detailed outlines, not only because of contract obligations, but simply because for me, I need to know the beginning, middle, the end, the clues, the, the beats the you know, I need to know the character sketches just I need to have a map, mm -hmm. but if I don't walk away from that outline and let my characters organically lead me where they want to go, not where I want them to go, right? Um, I will feel a lack of freedom and I'll feel very restricted and confined by the outline. And it happens to me every single time where I know that my writing is, is being restricted. I can feel it happening. And then I will just have to, I will just, put on some music and I just have to go. And I know that maybe 10% of what I'm writing, I'm sorry, <clears throat> allergies is the fun of the, the changing seasons here. So I don't know if, if Californians get these allergies. But oh I yeah, we do. Oh yeah, everybody does. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> put the cigarette down. I mean, no, I'm kidding. Go ahead and cough. Hey, you're okay. I've had this tickle, this tickle in my throat. It happens to me. And also I talk so much. In general, that give um, any water, give any water. Take no, because I once spilled water on a computer and lost that computer forever. But that's a whole other story. So no, right. I will never have water in my computer. But okay. um, yes, that I have to just let myself go, and it is yeah. the most. It is so freeing to forget everybody but my characters. Yeah, 
and just let my voice go. Yeah. And and sometimes it's some of my best writing sometimes, even if I only get to keep a sentence or two. Um, yeah, no, I totally understand. <laughs> I thought you were going to, when you said short story and pointed at me, I thought you were making a short joke because I'm only five feet tall, which you know, but okay, it wasn't a short joke. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 I wouldn't do that. Um, uh, but it's 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 just something I wanted to share with you because I, I knew you'd have some good feedback on it. And I, I try to get, you know, not only is the Thriller Zone, hopefully, well, it is the front row seat to the best thriller writers in the world. Hello, thank you for that plug. But <laughs> it's a place that you can come and learn something. Yeah, a lot of my writer, writer friends write me and say, dude, thank you for bringing so-and-so on because man what i learned there which is why i always ask one of my closing sentences which is coming up in a minute but it's like that's what we're here for and that's the thing i love about this writing community this thriller community is that everybody support nobody yeah sean cosby doesn't probably walk around going you know um can't be nice to that Sam girl because she could uh, <laughs> knock me off my, you know, nobody's walking around. No, no, that's it. Exactly. That everyone is very humble, you know, at, at this is back to Thriller Fest. Um, Lisa, Lisa Unger. Mm-hmm. Lisa Unger is one of the most supportive authors and, you know, 20 books out in 20 years. And we met uh, during the pandemic and she has been so incredibly kind to me. She has her own series on Instagram and she's blurbed for me and she's reached out for me. And in New York, she invited me for lunch with her and Kate White, also another incredible author, DJ Palmer, Daniel Palmer, like my God. And just that, you know, these authors who invited me to this beautiful lunch and I'm sitting there and just having this most illuminating, um, freeing, amazing discussion that, that they, they brought me into, to their world, um, out of kindness and care for somebody that, you know, they, they, they felt, okay, let's, 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 you know, let's talk to her and let's, let's bring her and let's make her feel like she has a home. Yeah. And all of these authors have given me a home. Yeah. I love that. Let her be one of the cool kids like us. <laughs> Let me be a cool kid. <laughs> I'm never. I was never really a cool, a cool kid. So. Well, you um, are now. Okay, there. <laughs> All right. So this is going to tee us up perfectly before we, as we kind of just start wrapping up. I want to ask, and you've been at this long enough. I know you're only two books in. Well, third in process. And if you'd like to give me that title, I'd be happy to jot it down. And talk about it. <laughs> I love that you're trying to trip me off i'm i'm yes you're funny you're funny it's not you're not going to do it you can't do it dude it's not that's okay it doesn't matter um i'm I'm not going to tell you the title of my next book either so there (laughs) (laughs) no but come on what is your best what is your best how many words is your title is there a the in your title (laughs) there is not a guy and it's called uh it's four words but they're all short words The man, the man in the box. Mm, now we're going to keep moving. Sorry. So I want to know your best piece of writing advice. Still only two books in, but both huge hits. Third on the way. Going to be a big hit. <laughs> we'll see. It's funny. It I have, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's funny. With every book, um, I've learned to have no expectations, but big hopes. Because expectations will kill you. <laughs> Can I can I share with you something that I picked up this weekend at a bookstore? Hold, don't move. I'm going to I'm going to pull it off yes. my wall. This is my kitchen. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> it's not even it's not even official frames yet. I haven't got it framed yet. It's just a card. It's one of those quotable cards. It's not even out of the wrapper yet, but this is the way I live my life. Yeah. Uh, oh. You know what? I have to say that I'm Yes, I believe in that, but I can't think end game. I, and that's actually what a piece of my advice. I have to go word by word, step by step, because I will panic if I start getting too far ahead because too far ahead are all those things that we can't control as authors. We can't control what people are going to think about our book. Yeah, We can't control our sales. We can't control you know, really what kind of press and media that we're going to get. So mm-hmm. you can't control where your book, where your book's going to be placed in a bookstore. We, we really can't. And so 
I really just have to focus on the writing. So that is one of my pieces of advice is word by word, word by word, because that's all you can control. And the main goal for, for us, all of us really at the end of this is to write the very best book that we can to take all the critiques. Another piece of advice would be, um, you need a super tough skin. I'm a masochist. So before a book is published, I want to be ripped apart. I love it. You tell me what's wrong. You tell me what's wrong so I can fix it and make it better. And so I can learn. And so I can grow. Sure. Yes. And so well, I can accept. Yeah. And I think those are the, the, the people who really make it are the ones who don't, you know, if, oh, Jesus, if I came to you and I said, you know, if I was one of your first beta readers and I made a comment, you went, oh, David didn't like it. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, really? Um, you're not really meant for this either. I mean, athletes, artists, speakers, teachers. I mean, come on. It's if you're, what is it? Shar uh, iron sharpens iron, baby. You can quote me on that. Write that down. But I think, but I think you develop that, right? Like that's that's something that's a skill that you have to develop because yeah. when you first start this, again, there's all that fear that you're an imposter, that you're not good enough, that you don't belong. So, um, and most authors, I think, were, you know, we were misfits in some way, and so it brings up a lot of that too. So we've got to get you know work through that, and so there is a, a chance to develop that thick skin, to develop. Um, the ability to listen to critiques, to accept them, and to to understand that you cannot see most of the time what is missing in your book, what's not working. Um, if you've put a blue shoe and a green shoe on on a character at the same time, like you, because you just you can't. You've read it too many times. You're too close to it. Sure. Um, and then, of course, my my advice is just 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 do it. Just do I it. I. Um, submitted my first book to a publisher when I was 10 years old. And it was my first rejection of thousands, thousands. Um, I have, I, at 29, I used to write edgy rom-coms before I th wrote thrillers. I signed with a big New York City agent. This was my first agent before we amicably parted ways. And every editor um, it was submitted to, past. And <laughs> so I kept going. I then, uh, when that agent and I parted ways, I spent about eight years writing more books, trying to find another agent. Rejection, rejection, rejection. Until, until Woman on the Edge, the fifth book that I had written, I signed with my incredible, phenomenal, been with her since she signed me for Woman on the Edge agent, who is Jenny Bent of the Bent Agency. Um, and, you know, and even that book, Jenny and I spent three and a half years revising. Yep. See, this here, folks, here is the pr prime example of tenacity. Holy moly, Siskumboli. I mean, come on. Or stubborn as hell. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just, you have to believe that it's going to happen and you just, and you can't give up. You just, you, you, you have to keep going. Yeah. Proceed as if, and success means something different to Hey, would you say everybody. this in your best radio voice? All right. <laughs> now you put me on the spot. Um, proceed as if success is inevitable. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're going to give me a whole, you will give me a whole second career. This is awesome. Listen, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you get into that business. And by the way, uh, as you mentioned at the top of the show, yes, it is challenging. It does take a lot of work. It's so fulfilling and you're a natural and just oh, don't you. worry about it. However, just don't put it ahead of your writing because there's plenty more where this little baby, watch out for her, came for him. All right. Um, the yellow slicker, is that uh, Toronto? Just kidding. Uh, no, no, no. I just, I dig it. I like it. It feels very, um, it's very good. All right. Thank you. How about this? You know this, you know this little ditty right here? <laughs> that means rapid fire questions time. It's so easy. Oh, for crying out loud. Okay, I know. I love go. it. I love yeah. rapid fire questions. Favorite climate, hot or cold? Hot. We learned that earlier, didn't we? When writing, coffee, tea, or adult beverage? Coffee. Yes. 
Next one. Long hand or keyboard on your first draft? Keyboard. Really? Mm. I'll switch. Like sometimes I'll do I'll do long hand, but definitely, mm -hmm. definitely mostly keyboard. Here's a classic. Cozy library or active loud rancorous coffee shop. Cozy library. Oh, you're one of those shh. <laughs> Are you one of those shh? Creator I, in process and creator in process. I just love libraries. Yeah, me too. God. I love being surrounded by books. So Yeah. All right. Here's another one. You and I are co-hosting a talk at your favorite bookstore there in Toronto. First of all, what is your favorite bookstore in Toronto? Let's give them a plug. Oh God, there's so many. Just name the first one that pops in your head. Books, Book City. Book City? And Indigo. Book and Indigo. Indigo. Book City. All right. So you and I are going to cozy up in our favorite sweaters at Book City and where you get to invite just to just for the, as they say, shits and giggles to join us on the show podcast talking about books. It can be anybody in the whole world. It can be past or living. Who would it be and why? Easy. Just the three of us. Who is it going to be and why? Gillian Flynn, because I think she's one of the best, best writers in the world. I would love to just meet her. Oh my gosh. I, 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 anyway, Gone Girl, I think oh. just changed. I think it changed, it changed writing. I think it changed forever. writing. And the, the, the good news is it gave us some, uh, what would you call it? A whole new uh, goal to aim for. The other thing is everybody's been trying to copy it in some form or fashion since then. And there's <laughs> been some great success and some real shit bombs. I don't know if I would say copy. Not maybe, copy. You know what I, mean. I don't mean maybe, copy. I mean, uh, uh, we're allow inspired influence. by it. Yes. Inspired by it. <laughs> Heavenly inspiration. Yeah, I'd say inspired by, definitely. Prolific leadings toward. Yes. Anyway, yeah, that's a good, good pick. All right, and finally, you, Sammy, are taking a road trip, likely with the family. I'm just going to... No, or, or, sorry. Can't have to oh. stop you. I uh, wait, hate, wait, hate road wait, trips. Some, some, <laughs> you, I, first, no one has ever stopped me on my own show. You, <laughs> I hate road trips. I will be in my makeup room. <laughs> I'm over here in my makeup. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So sorry. you you don't like road trips? Is that it? Hate Is them. It? <laughs> <laughs> well, that just shoots up. No, but go ahead. I will now. I need to hear. I need to hear the question. Okay. How about this? I'll make it easy on you. <laughs> You're driving to the grocery store. And and on your radio, music is playing. What would you like to listen to on your journey? Oh, alternative 90s grunge or hip hop. Wow. Okay, nice. Okay, good, good pick. All right, let's see. <laughs> I love the second half of your question because I love music so much, but you know, road trips, I... Wow. No. I don't think anyone has... Honey, has anyone ever canceled? No, they haven't, have they? Sam's the first one. What's that? Don't have her back. Should I say that to her on the air? <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm having fun. Hey, listen, at least, at least I have this. Broadcasting from Southern California. It's the Thriller Zone <laughs> with David Temple. So there. Oh my gosh. I made, I think I did like, like 10 of those for you. And you it did. was, I had such a blast that day See, doing that. We'll do it again. Please. Folks, if you want to learn more about, and you, you've got to read this book, if you like thrillers that just, you start out with page one going, I watch people, and then just take you on a road or on a ride from there. Not a road trip, because you might not like road trips, like some people I know. But you might want to cozy up with a great book. Go to Samantha. <sighs> M. Bailey. Don't forget the M. M is for masterful, magnificent. No. <laughs> Samantha M. Bailey dot C A. C A is for Canada, eh? C A. It is, it is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know what? This was this was more I knew we were gonna have fun. This was even more fun than I thought we were gonna have. <laughs> 
right? Is was this? I don't think I've laughed um, this much in 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 an event or at noon on a weekday. You know, in my in my kitchen. So I said, "This is this is actually my kitchen." So what? Yes, this is my kitchen. I've got this privacy. All right, wait behind me. All right, watch this. There's a little feature I have on the show. I got a couple oh, of no. features. Oh, you're going to put me somewhere exciting? One of my features is called Show Us Your Writing Space. Are you on a laptop or a desktop? A uh, laptop. Right. Okay, so you can pick up the laptop. You could just move it, right? So you could show me your writing space, right? You could. Like, oh, you mean like the- show you? Oh, what's behind yeah. this? Yeah, just, just for no. shits and giggles. No, no, no. No. And I'll tell you why. One, because, wait a minute. Wait a minute. First yeah. of all, you won't give me the title of your book and now you <laughs> no. won't play. And then you oh, stop my question. It's so messy. This is like a real, a real, a real screen. I've no behind me is like my anyway. No, I cannot show you what is what is behind me. Oh, oh, but there's like the coolest empty bottle of, of alcohol. Um, do you want to see it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I can't see your kitchen, but I'll show it. You, I'll look at an empty bottle of alcohol. Let's go wide so that we make sure we see it. Uh, of course, I'm going to ask, when did the... Can you see this? Oh, that's Angel's Envy. I know the gal who reps that. Really? Oh, I saw. So this bottle um, appeared appeared yesterday, <laughs> and I meaning so um, yeah. I, I anyway, I I loved it. Angels Envy. I have to keep it. That's the coolest name. Well, you know, it is bourbon whiskey, right? It's it's straight bourbon whiskey, right? You do, yeah. That. Yeah, I do. I do. I will not drink it. It's, it's too, it's too exciting for me, but. um. (laughs) So you're telling me that the bottle just showed up (laughs) empty, showed up empty. There's a man in the house here who, who, uh, who, um, who bought it and, and then drank it. And uh, I saw a man in the house (laughs) finished the bottle. Yes. A man in the house <laughs> finished the mysterious bottle all by himself. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I'll let that one go. So you got that's what you got. You got you got a shot. Okay. Of that. shot so of I didn't bottle. get to see the the where you write. This this is your writing space, though, right? Or is it just yes. happens to be? It is yes. in your yes. kitchen. In you write kitchen. in your kitchen. I'm up against uh, a wall in my kitchen. I have a, uh, a desk that. I bought myself after Woman on the Edge was published and it's yeah pushed against a wall. And then I have a wall where I put my post-its and I've got my, my, um, you know, a board of. So um, you won't even turn that camera around just to show me what the, the, don't even show me the kitchen. Just show me the, where the post-it notes are. You won't even I can't show you the post-its because then I I can't give anything away. Maybe the title, maybe the title is, is up there. It's not like I'm going to write it down or anything. (laughs) Your poor audience is. I hope they're they're not um, incredibly annoyed by this. By this. Here's the beautiful thing. I don't care because we get to oh. do what we want to do. Well. It's you and me, Sammy. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you go because I know you have, you got that, that, that third book that you're working on that just before we go, just so I can make sure I can share it with my audience. Okay. I'll tell you it's called book three. Ladies and gentlemen, it's book three. It's just going to be called book three. The music is good. Samantha Bailey, book three. It's riveting. David Temple from Thriller Zone says, satisfying. That was awesome. What's that music? I love that. It's the show theme. If you listen to the show, I have listened to the show theme. Yeah, right there, right there. Yeah, nice, right? It's, well, listen, this has been a, as I like to say, a hoot and a half. This has been a hoot and a half. Yeah, you're almost a hoot and three quarters because that's like, how good you are. David, thank you. Thank you so much. You have an amazing show. Of course, I've seen it before. And um, one of my favorites was um, Amina. Amina Akhtar. <laughs> I love Amina so much. And uh, so watching that, I was really, really excited that I got to be on. So. 
That's so awesome. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find, I might go to a dollar store just for funs and giggles. Don't share this with anybody. I'm going to go get some really ginormous glasses and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to mail you a pair and I'm going to mail a few more of my friends. And then we're going to, I'm going to get I'm going to back on the show and then I'm not going to tell her and I'm going to have a whole bunch of people dial in and they'll all be sitting with these ginormous glasses. How fun would that be? I love her. Oh my God. Her glasses, Beanie the dog. I mean, I love Mr. Beanie. Beanie. Beanie, who's like, I think went viral on like TikTok you know, on Instagram. Beanie should actually write a book. Beanie that- should write a book. Yeah, that dog is co-write it because Amina's one of my favorite writers. I just she is so wicked. She's just wicked, wicked, wicked. How about that book? Um, oh, Kismet! Oh, oh my, my god, the talking crows is my favorite part. Yes. Who comes up with that? Oh, Amina does. Only Amina. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that I finish on you. Oh yeah, right. With a great big official goodbye. Thank you again. Seriously, seriously, all kidding aside, you're a magnificent talent. You were lovely to meet at Thriller Fest. You're so much fun. So thank you. Thank you very, very much. This has been awesome. (laughs) And listen, tell me that you'll promise me to come on when your next book, you know, the aforementioned titled book, book three, (laughs) when that drops, will you come back and talk about it? I I will come back anytime. Anytime. I would love it. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm in. Thank you really so much for this. I've been waiting for this for a long time. I'm very excited. Yay for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Are you really, by the way, going to put in my 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 hand gestures for the. Uh... 100%. 100%. percent. Let's have my publicists know. My publishers, they all know me. So Listen, there's one thing about me that you got to know. I did 25 years of radio, big morning shows, so everything goes. Everything goes, okay. Um, I did not flash you. A lot of times uh, I'll no. flash my audience just for funsies, but I didn't. I'm, I'm going to have to watch more episodes. I've watched like a few and I've, you know, gone in and out and, and see, but no, I never, uh, I've never seen the flashing yet. <laughs> I've never actually done that, but I've always wanted to. So can I do it right now? No. Please, yeah, go for it. Go for it. I think... <laughs> All right. Seriously, I'm going. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Am I right? That was hilarious. Sam is hilarious. How does she pack so much funny into such a tiny little stature? Anyway, watch out for her is the book. You want to watch out for her, Sam Bailey? You know why? Because book three, which we don't know the title yet, (laughs) that's going to be, you know, it's going to be killer. So now, We're kicking off the month of November with Joe Kenda. You know him from ID Discovery, right? His book is called Killer Triggers, and this guy's killer, man. He is, he he shoots straight from the hip. Joe Kenda, Killer Triggers, is on the show next week. Couple of quick pieces of business if you would hang on just a couple more seconds. Uh, Thank you to our sponsors, Warwick's Bookstore, and you can find them at warwicks.com. They are a -a one-of-a-kind, family-owned bookstore you would love. Also, authorbytes.com built my website, David Temple Books. They'll build yours. Sign up today, by the way. Use ThrillerZone as a code. Get three months free with a one-year contract. Easy piece. All right. Also, two more things. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are growing every week. Go to youtube.com slash thethrillerzone. Click the red subscribe. Click the little bell if you'd like reminders. Either way, just join our community. Be a part of the TZ crew, will you? I just made that up. Also, do you like to do reviews? Takes what, maybe two minutes? If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I think Google does it too. Maybe Spotify, maybe Stitcher, but I know Apple for sure. Or you can do it at our website. Just drop us a quick little review. Hey, I love the show. Hey, Dave, you're hilarious. Hey, you have the greatest thriller authors in the world, whatever it is, take two minutes, leave us a review. It means a lot and it helps us spread the word. Uh, I think that's about it. All right. I've got some reading to do, so I am going to scoot on out of here and I'll see you next time for another exciting edition of the Thriller Zone.
Your host, David Temple here. Hey, before we get back to the show, I thought I would throw in this one quick note. I have had authors approach me who want to actually advertise on the show. And I'm like, that's cool. I love that idea. I mean, think about it. We feature the best thriller writers in the world. You're one of the new up-and-coming thriller writers in the world to be. And you have a book coming out. Our rates are super reasonable. (laughs) We're easy to work with, as you know. And we all want to work together to make success for all of us. Just reach out to us here at The Thriller Zone at thethrillerzone at gmail.com. Let's talk rates. Let's talk details. Let's do something together in the new year. I think you'll like it. Now, back to the show. The Thriller Zone has been presented by The Story Factory and the visionary genre-bending debut novel Grand Theft AI by James Cox. The Matrix meets Blade Runner. Grand Theft AI is available now for pre-order from your favorite bookseller.